Hello and welcome back to the Waffle Podcast with me, Carlo, and the man, the myth, the legend. Hey, it's Mitesh, guys. How, Mitesh. How's everyone doing, man? Bro, it's, um, it's, it's been so a, long. It's been a long time. I think it's around six months. <laughs> <laughs> We've been waffling, but just not in front of the camera. Yeah, man. It's, uh, uh, well, what have you been up to during this time? Bro, man, well, I'm just happy. Things are opening up again. I can finally go cinema again, which I'm gassed for. I saw, well, we both saw Cruella together. Yeah. Emma, Emma Stone was just... She's fine, but I, the movie I, I turned just, into like... I just can't. She was amazing. The movie turned into like 10 different things, man. I wasn't yeah. even sure what but was I, going on. I, I quite enjoyed it overall. I think it wasn't the strongest, but I mean, bro, that performance was just mad. Then I saw Godzilla versus Kong as well. That was mad. And yeah, man, just um, trying to trying to get out there again, go pub and stuff like that. Euros okay. is on, so that's uh, keeping everyone occupied, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. Usual. I mean, you're what missing you, the bro? best film. You're missing the best film. I, had to, I went and gone and seen Demon Slayer. Oh, I knew yeah. you were saying that. Morgan Train with my little cousin, yeah. Oh, oh my, my God, that film is amazing. It's broken every goddamn record known. Yeah. I had my friends, my friends went to, to see it and they asked me if I wanted to come and yeah. I was like, nah, I'm not into that shit. But nah, apparently nah. I should have been because it was amazing. You, you got to watch it. You got to watch it. It was so good. And then like <laughs> at the end, my cousin was like crying and then, uh, oh, I just couldn't God. stop making fun of her. But then... Um... <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> for, for context, um, his cousin is, is under 12 years old. So No, no, I think she's 13. Oh shit! I think I think I just I just want to give the age away because like GDPR or whatever. Oh, is it? Is it? Uh... <laughs> no, nah, not GDPR. But like, yeah. <laughs> no, Privacy. But then uh, on top of that, we started learning to skateboard, and then um, I may or may not have uh, torn my uh, ACL, but we oh. shall find out when the scan comes in. Yes. Uh, <laughs> let, let the doctor check that out. Yeah. Make yeah. Sure you keep an... Get that. Do done. not. I mean, now I'm in the new office type of area is needed. Yeah, Carlos got a new office. Yeah. I'm in like a new study room, I'm not in the kitchen anymore. Yeah, I mean that's an upgrade. We're upgrading. That's all we do here is go It's up. all about the studio, man. It's you all know, about the studio. The production costs. They're just going <laughs> from nothing to like just a bit of something. Yeah, yeah just something. You know, started from the <laughs> bottom. Now now we're here. Now we're yeah. here, isn't it? But talking about now we're here is what's going on with the UK man. Yeah. Yeah. Look where so we are. Should we get into it? Yeah, um, so I mean, we're out of COVID, like not out of COVID, but like vaccine vaccines are out there. People are getting vaccinated. Yeah. You've been vaccinated? Let's let yeah, I'm put out there. I've been vaccinated. Both vaccines done. Most yep, I got first. I got first vaccine done. Pfizer. Mm-hmm. Uh, parents are all vaccinated up. Two yeah, doses. Yeah. So yeah, it's going. Everyone's say. ticking over. Yeah, now that everyone, like people are getting vaccinated, things are opening up. People can go out. You know, two meter rule is probably now not a thing, but but but, we but when it was a thing, when the two <laughs> meter rule should have been applied, someone did some very very naughty naughty things. No, no, I'm just, gonna, I'm just wait before. I just want to ask just quickly. Like this guy is probably the second most powerful guy in the UK, right? Yeah, behind Boris Johnson. Like yeah. right now, over the past year, yeah, yeah, over the past month. And if you don't know who we're talking about. Obviously, it's the health secretary, you know. Former Matt. health secretary. Oh, oh yeah. correct, correct again. Yeah, former health secretary Matt Hancock. Hancock. Well, we know <laughs> yeah. the names are not just for show. 
<laughs> no, but he um, obviously, I think, was it Friday or Saturday? It, um, it got leaked that he had an affair with one of his aides. Not um, and He's one of his closest uni friends. Yeah, apparently they're uni friends as well. And um, yeah, and then The Sun released some CTV footage from his office about them embracing very um, passionately, shall we say. Um, which was kind bat. of he went yeah, straight went... for the body, bro. bro straight that bunda fam man got a fistful <laughs> fam. yeah he would just do that he's, he's probably had such a stressful day he's like bro just, just <laughs> Abijah, Abijah, come yeah. here <laughs> um but yeah man first of all i didn't know it's a bit concerning that the son actually got that footage like how do you get cctv footage from a government building yeah, I'm not gonna it's lie. A bit do- that's a bit dodge. First. I'm not gonna lie. That took me by surprise. Well, my dad didn't know a CCTV footage, right? He was going for me. Oh, someone was outside with a long lens trying to see through the window, and I was like, surely that's a security risk if someone can do that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, literally. Like, so that that that's that's slightly concerning, but um, but yeah, man. Like, obviously, he's now resigned after a lot of pressure. Boris backed him initially, saying the matter's over. He's apologized. Yeah. But now he's resigned. But what do you like make of the whole thing? Um, were you angry with Matt Hancock when you found out? Um, yeah, what are your thoughts on the whole scenario? So, I mean, it depends on how you look at it, right? On a moral, ethical level, I don't like the guy. Well, to be fair, I've never liked the guy. But I don't like the guy for the fact that obviously you're cheating on your wife, you're still married, to her, yeah. you have kids. And you're doing it with someone who I'm guessing your friend, your wife or someone would have known and thought, oh, they're just friends, close friends and like all this yeah. type of stuff. And this is happening behind the scenes during work time. Like yeah. when people are at home working from home, so uh, social distance, all this, people can't go out. I think they told people don't meet with others, don't mingle, don't fuck, don't do uh, Sorry for my language, but anything else like that. Like No, they thing. said don't, don't kiss random people. I'm pretty yeah. sure they said that. Well, we know she's not random, but like... But I mean, yeah, that's it. I'm just like, okay, now that this has happened, now we know that they're friends. What is going on? What's going through his head? So, like, I one thing that did pop up was now, did she get her job legal, like through the right means? Was it because she knew, yeah, or was she good at her job, or like what was going on? And now the health secretary, like, department has said that it was done all by the books right yeah i still don't know and and i mean to be fair with any job you could say there's always a bit of if you know the person in charge you're gonna get yeah. that leeway oh yeah but it's the yeah. fact it, you don't want it someone to be so underqualified that they just got it because they're like a secret lover i think that's obviously a bit of a concern yeah and that needs to be investigated i'm sure but what would you say like is your like do you think Boris responded reasonably? Like, me personally, if I know this was all happening and he is, like, Matt Hancock has done this, I get it. It doesn't have to do with the... What you do in your own time is your own time. Like, your affairs and stuff shouldn't affect what happens here, but it did happen during a work time. Like, yeah. he's in office areas. So how does that work? Is HR to record or what? I, I think the thing with Boris, right, is... Everyone knows, and it's so frustrating that the guy lies, the guy sort of does what he wants, mm-hmm. and yeah, everyone still backs him. Now, obviously, like this pandemic has been tough for him, it's been tough for everyone within the government. No one's like saying 
you can't get things wrong. But it's just, it's just like a lot of people are saying, and it's true. It's like so, so much hypocrisy where they're telling us one thing is one rule for us and another rule for them. Yeah. And it's the fact that he said, yeah, the matter's closed, which it just kind of makes it like, does he, it's like, he just doesn't give a shit mm-hmm. about all these things that are happening. Even when Dominic Cummings went, uh, drove all the way to wherever he went uh, to get his family into another city, you know, no, no real apology. It's just like, yeah, it happened. It is what it is. Like, and in some ways, obviously, as a boss, you got to back your team. But at the same time, you need to be a bit more firm with them. And I think this is something he definitely should have been a lot more firmer with. Yeah. Do you think this was a sign of weakness? Like, do you think, or do you think it's like, nah, he planned this out? I don't think it's a sign of weakness. Um, if anything, it's a sign of strength. Because it, like I said, he just said it's done and the case is closed. People talking about it, he's just like, I don't care. It's done. Like, so I don't think it's a sign of weakness from him. It's just frustrating from him that, again, something like this has happened and no one within power seems to actually care. Like, the media cares, we care. But yeah. the guys that, that are running the country, they're just like, it is what it is. But um, but do you think, like, someone's personal matters, like an affair and stuff, should affect their job role? Like technically, technically it shouldn't, but okay. at the same time, you got to think about the p- p- the position those two people are in, mm-hmm. the implications it has from a working perspective. Because at the end of the day, their their obligations are to serve the people. It's not like a normal corporate job. Yeah. Your civil service, government, you're serving the people that you're representing mm-hmm. so there's a there's a certain level of account of accountability that you must hold them to greater than it was on, let's say a normal job second of all it's again is it affecting the actual work and because he is like the top guy making all these decisions about what not what to do what not to do i'm sure everyone all of us have broken the rules and no one has found out. And obviously he's broken the rules. He thought he, no one would have found out. But at the same time, it's in an office environment. Like you could do that when, if you just get a hotel or go somewhere else, but in your office, it's a bit, come on. And, and so you're kind of expecting like, if the guy is telling you the rules, he should be at least abiding them himself. Exactly. Like mate, in your office, if you want to just give a cheeky wink, like whatever, man. Like, but keep your hands to yourself and... Cheeky Save for wink. another time, like an hour after work or something, you know? Yeah, the cheeky wink um, is that part of the game, yeah? A bit of a can, I, can I bring up something though that you touched on um, when you first um, brought this up? But yeah. one thing that's really pissed me off, right, is the fact that social media has been obsessed with all creating memes, mm-hmm. how can Hancock pull two women, whatever. Bro, man cheated on his wife and no one's giving a shit about his wife. They got kids. She's obviously distraught. The news came out that apparently he's now left his wife. Yeah. Now, obviously, again, whether we should know that, we probably shouldn't. But it's still like, why? Did, every, it, I, one thing I tweeted actually is like, has cheating become so normalized that we just don't give a shit about it anymore? Because uh-huh. the first thing I took away was, bro, man's cheating on his wife. How did, how is his wife feeling? Obviously, no one's really caring about that, or very little anyway, from what I've seen. So, 
yeah, I just want to say that that's really, it's not cool for her. Like, she's the number one victim. Yeah. And then we, as, like, a society, yeah, we're pissed off. But, I mean, she's she's obviously suffering, and I hope she's okay. But what a dickhead, man. Like, I mean, how can you? It's got to do with timing, I think. It's like, I don't know if they already, there, there was something that I read. I Obviously, I don't know if this is fact, true, or whatever it is. But I'm just going to say it for now and then obviously if it's not true then i'm sorry but it's like she not that she knew but they were already split splitting just before the news came out right okay. right like so she was already not moving i don't know if they're moving out but like she, they've already decided to end things just before the news came out right yeah so i don't know it's because he knew the news was coming she, he told her in advance and then they've decided to split ways but that that's what i've heard is that she knew just before the newspapers knew Right, but then yeah. this just impacts the kids so hard as well. Yeah, man. Just like you, ha- if you ha- have a daughter, and I know he has a daughter, it's just how do you? You can't tell one thing and do something else in it, like yeah. or respect. Like men need to respect women, and then you've gone and cheated on your own wife. Or you yeah, like, what kind of message does it send to like, the family, the kids? It must be a shit feeling. And it has a long-lasting effect on the kids' mentality, their mental states as well. Like, this isn't something that's going to go away. Your dad was a public figure during the wor- one of the worst times in, in like, during our generation. And yeah. his face is not going to disappear. Like, it's going to be a running meme from time to time, and it will keep yeah. coming up. He's, in, he's integrated into pop culture forever. Yeah. Now. So, it's 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 just crazy. It's just crazy to think. Just to play like a bit of devil's advocate, like I think Matt Hancock's just a bit of a dickhead mm-hmm. for what he's done. Um, and that's not taking the fact about he's breaking the rules. It's just that man cheated on his wife. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, obviously he broke the rules and stuff. But like I was saying before, all of us have broken the rules. I'm sure, you know, to a certain extent, some yeah. of us might have met someone outside that we shouldn't have some of us might not have social distanced does is there a bit of leeway to say that you know everyone everyone says that oh it's that they work to different rules but sometimes you just break it and they're also human is that a part of that yeah but it's not like he went to go help his dying mother or something this like his breaking yeah. of the rules is kissing and a former friend. Like there that that like there are okay, I do admit people do break the rules. Like when my grandma's sick, I will go and help her out. Like I this office is built in my house and not in my grandma's house, which I stay in. So I do travel between the two. But I'm not going out to go kiss someone behind my partner's back or something. Yeah. You get true. me? That's that's just that's not the same. That's not being like, oh, okay, we can let you slide because you're going to help someone. Is, I'm sorry, unless she's choking on something. Even if she's choking on something, there is no <laughs> excuse for you to <laughs> shove your tongue down her throat. Yeah, <laughs> nah, fair play. You get me. So one thing that one thing that I found concerning about this thing as well is that apparently mm-hmm. her brother, okay. is works for a company who got a massive government contract oh okay now again this is where it links to regardless of whether she got the job 
on fair merit, even if she did, um, is now that an abuse of power that needs to did, be investigated? Did she influence him? But did she influence the government? Oh, well, a... I'm sure. I'm sure. If you if you're one of the if you're an aide to the guy who's making the decision, there will be a level of influence there. Yeah. Now that could also just be a coincidence. You can't. Sometimes you have to give people the benefit of the yeah. doubt, but it does seem a bit too strange, intricate. But there is for my liking. Guy. There's one guy I know who will definitely be over the moon that Hancock got fired. And that would be Dominic Cummings. Oh, yeah. Dominic Cummings best friend. would be over the moon knowing... That... No, but this is another thing. He didn't get fired. He resigned. Yeah, Boris okay, still yeah. backed him. Sorry, he resigned. Now, I think this was a tactical play, right? In the sense that Boris didn't sack him so that later on he could always bring him back. It doesn't have to be now. It could be further down. Because if that's, he's sacked... That's very true. Actually. If he was sacked, he can't come back. Let's be honest. If Boris goes now, yeah. you have to... That's, that, that's a weak move. He can't. If he, had, if he came back after being sacked. But now, Hancock has resigned. He can come back later on. Like, it's not that Boris sacked him before and brought him back. It's he left on his own will and he came back and that's it. Now, yeah. that's a whole different thing. But Dominic Cummings has been trying to tear that government apart. Yeah. By releasing the WhatsApp messages... Yeah, yeah, telling all the behind-the-scenes stories of what's been going on. Boris Johnson calling Matt Hancock hopeless. Like, it's out there, and now it's come out that Hancock doesn't follow his own rules. He, as they said, do as I say, not as I do. Right? Yeah. That's what they believe in. And do you think this could be a downfall for the Conservative government? Nah, not at all, man. They are... They are pretty much invincible, as sad as it is to say, right now. They've got the vaccine rollout, which has yeah. been a success, which they can always fall back on. And I think because of that, a lot of people now will overlook, even when any future report does come out, of how badly they handled those initial stages of the pandemic. Even taking into account that it's a stressful time, no one knows what they're doing. Yeah. There were just logical things they could have done, mm -hmm. which they didn't do. And, but now that the vaccine rollout has been success, I think people are just going to give them a pass. I think the fact that they're still very hard on immigration, on Brexit, that's a whole, a whole lot of the population which are still for that government. Even those seats that were used to be Labour, that turned Conservative at the last election, would be, would be generally happy i would say about the way it's going they have announced some more investment in the north again trying to move a lot of the um bureaucratic sort of buildings or um government roles up north sort of balancing out they still have that commitment which they're um which they're fulfilling to an extent yeah so nah i, I do not think at all that you know, Boris has just got somehow people just like him. Or if they don't like him, they'll still vote for him. And partly it has to do with all the things I've just said. Partly it has to do with Labour not being in a great position right now. So, nah, I, I honestly don't think it will be affected. 
And we're kind of in agreement that Labour isn't as strong as it used to be, right? There's no good candidates, oh, sure. no one to look at. I don't even know what Labour's doing nowadays, other than sacking yeah. females for not helping them for some reason. I don't know if you remember, I don't know if you recall, you know, during the election, that, um, the was it the mayor, mayor election? So Labour uh-huh. didn't do well in the coasts, right? Yeah. And then uh, the head of the Labour Party sacked his... Uh, one of these ladies who was working there and blamed it on her and it just didn't really? make yeah and it didn't make sense and he had so much backlash for it oh, damn. yeah it's uh i don't know i don't find kia starmer really appealing yeah um i i i have no shame in saying that i like jeremy corbyn i know that's kind of a a thing like oh you know he had dodgy things but i quite liked him like as a man and what he stood for yeah and the things that he wanted like i he could he was someone that a lot of people in our generation could really sort of um really connect with whereas the leadership right now it's just not got that same yeah um pulling power and their message is unity but is it really unified not not that much so mm-hmm. fortunately I, like I can only see um, Boris getting elected again if he runs for prime minister in a few years' time. So, yeah, well, that will be quite. It's quite funny to think, you know, we got Boris Johnson as prime minister. Sometimes, I, sometimes I wonder. Yeah, we used to take the piss out of America for having Trump as a president, but when you consider all the stuff that Boris has said and what he's done and what he continues to do, it's like. Can we really talk now? Like, it's a well, bit. I mean, well, I know we can because Trump's just Trump, but like. But I mean, they went and elected Biden. He has like dementia, no? Like, he's gone, <laughs> like mentally. Like, mentally, oh he's my not God. there. Like, we have seen that during his G7 meeting. He is not like a strong American presence. Like well, I I honestly don't know enough about it to comment he, properly. He tried but I correcting. Have, I he have tried, watched videos. He tried to correct our speeches. prime minister. He tried to correct our prime minister, and I will be the first one to say Boris Johnson is not the smart. Uh, he might be. He's actually quite a smart man, but Boris Johnson is not a man I always back or support, or whatever it was. But my God, he put Biden in his place when Biden came and tried to correct him about the greetings of all the people. And he said, yes, we've done like, sit in, he basically said, sit in your corner, just sit there, keep quiet, shush, shush. Oh, yeah, and he put his hand there and just is going, shush, shush, keep quiet. Like, <laughs> you're in a corner, bro. Yeah, that's their showing. Whereas with Brexit happening, with all this, like, it's tough because the UK to get the vaccine, like to start making a vaccine, obviously in this small country, and then to do deals with the India and all this, it's worked out a lot better than we expected. Let's be honest, no one expected a vaccine yeah. to happen. And so, see, my thoughts is I always voted to stay in the EU, right? I'm going to put it out there. Yeah, I voted to stay in the EU. But now that, obviously, Brexit has gone through, you got to go through with it, right? There's no point yeah, in complaining 100%. about it anymore. We've put it for election. If you go against the election, then what's the point in democracy? Yeah, literally. Yeah. When people were saying, like, oh, let's have another vote on, on, on the referendum... Honestly, I voted as well to stay. But yeah. if if it ever did come to it that there was another vote to stay or leave in the EU, 
I would vote to leave because just on principle, like we shouldn't be having another election, no matter how close it was. Yeah. If we if people have decided to leave, even if we don't agree with it, yeah, we you don't, leave. you don't, you don't get redos unless there's sufficient yeah. information that there's been some foul play, some sort of forgery and stuff. Like, like I do, I, I do know that they did lie. There was a bus. I said they were going to give all the money they were paying to the yeah the NHS. I, I, I saw that as well. And look, there, there were lies and and everything, but part of me thinks there were obviously some people who just voted for it because they're dickheads and they're stupid or yeah. they're racist or whatever. Well, well, but there were a lot of people that voted because they're just intelligent people and they thought Brexit would be a good thing. So yeah, I you mean, can't... everyone makes up their own mind and they get to vote. I like Weatherspoons and. The boss there, but is a hard Brexiteer, so <laughs> what, what can we say? Face it off your favourite pubs, guys. That's what Yeah, literally. Oh, man, I, 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 I actually haven't been Weatherspoons in so long. I can't wait to go. Oh, I was going to go because this is actually a good leeway into our next topic, but because of the Euros, pubs the have probably Euros. packed. Not as packed as it should be during this COVID time, but they're probably still packed as hell we so, went to go watch a game at a pub yeah. um portugal versus germany which was a madness great game uh, pub could have been better but great game and i was so happy that portugal lost because they're not they're not as every there's not they're not as great as they say everyone says they are yeah for, I mean, for our for our viewers just to put on the record we are filming this podcast on Monday, 28th of June, whilst the France versus Switzerland game is currently happening, 25 minutes gone, Switzerland are leading 1-0. Oh, damn. 1-0. France are my team to win the tournament. Like, and I, I, I still have faith they should win this game still. But, damn, they're losing. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, this Euros has been full of shocks, right? Has been... Full yeah, what, what what did you think of the group stages, bro? So, like, I expected a close game for Croatia, which we did, but luckily we did manage to get a win. Yep. Scotland game was a fucking joke. Yeah. It was Complete a shit. fucking joke. Like Scotland controlled the midfield, and that that's such a weird thing to say. Like, I, Scotland are shit. Like, oh, no, no, no. Okay, we well, we should not be. Allowing ourselves to get in a position where Scotland controlled the midfield. Now, and yet we did. If we look at it right, this is one of England's biggest games. It's the fact that it's it's the history. Yeah, it's yeah. the history, isn't it? Like Scotland, but they're still so shit. No, but there are names. Okay, yeah, they are the third worst team in the in the Euros, right? On paper, that's what they are. However, they do have a lot of young rising talent coming in. Like, let's be honest, Robertson plays for Liverpool. He's no joke. He's quite good. Yeah. Billy Tierney. Gilmore. Yeah. One Billy of Chelsea's, Gilmore, yeah. Chelsea's finest, like, coming out there, doing well. I was surprised that he started in the game, but it was still very well done. But but with the quality that England has, they should have killed it. They should have oh. killed the game. And when That's it wasn't a... working, they should have done substitutes because our bench is just as strong. Or the is Arch bench is better than Scotland's first team, of course. Yeah. And Jaden Santo sat Jaden Santo only made it onto the bench, he didn't even make Bro. it the team in the Croatian game. 
How? This is what this is what stresses me out. Yeah, no matter who you want to pick for your starting eleven, whatever, back Southgate, not back. How the fuck has Sancho, Jaden Sancho, he's got thirty plus goals and assists combined for like the past two seasons, one of the best wingers in world football, gonna get a record transfer, not record transfer, but a large transfer to Man U this summer probably. He's only played like what, less than ten minutes in one game. It's been a like, disgrace. For me, he should start. If you don't want to start him, fine. But how is are people like Sterling and Rashford, who comparatively, even though they've performed for England before, have had very bad seasons yeah. for their standard? How is Sancho not even getting starting the game? Southgate says that he's inexperienced in tournament football. Bro, man's playing Champions League every week for yeah. Borussia Dortmund. You know, what's, what's Rashford doing in the Europa League? What's Sterling doing? He can't even get the team because Foden's taking his place at sea. And they put Sterling up for transfer. Sterling yeah, is a transfer option. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't think Sterling would want to go No, at he, all. It, it doesn't but... matter, though, if he wants to go. They'll probably say you have well, to. Well, no, I think that there needs to be a, like a player agreement there. They can't just force a player out like that. No, Sterling's well within his right to see out his contract. Yeah, and then we know how Man City treats their players, and all clubs do the same thing: is if someone refuses and gonna act out, they just don't play, and you don't see them anymore, and they disappear. We've seen that multiple times with loads of players that go to City, that goes to other clubs. But the thing is with with uh, Sterling is he's a okay player. Like I'm not putting him down. In um, he is a really fast, good player. However, yeah. he overthinks too much and slows down the game of play when he stays. Yes, oh my God, right? yes. When he runs, he can run straight in a line and he can cut and whatever it is. But for him to decide, let me cut, will take him like a minute and then takes another minute, hey, let me go the other way. And I'm just like, you're faster than this, you're quicker than this. When you don't have to decide, you can score. Like that header he scored, he didn't have any other choice but to try and put that in the back of the goal. And he yeah. did it, right? If it wasn't him, Okay, Saka tried and he missed it. And Saka had a fantastic game that day. Yeah, yeah. played Saka in their last game. Who did they play against? It was Czech uh, Republic. Czech Republic. They had a fantastic game. But Sterling, oh my God, he, if he can't get through a defender, he needs to go. If he couldn't get around that defender, and he was, we knew, saw him having trouble, Grealish should have came on so much earlier than he did. Grealish should be starting. I think the whole country saying it, but he should be starting for sure. Um. I still don't understand how. Well, actually, I do understand how, but I don't agree at all with why Sterling is starting when he can't even get first team football at his own club. Now, now I'm gonna say something, and I don't know if it's controversial. I'm gonna ask you a question, basically, and let's see what your response is. What? What's your thoughts on Harry Kane's performance so far in this Euros? Harry Kane. So, I think he is. Probably our best player. Okay. Actually, no, it's not probably. He is the best player in the team. Um, oh, in the team? As, yeah, I, I mean, who's better than Harry Kane, really, in England, the squad? You could say Foden's not there yet. Like, he's he's not there yet, but himself. I feel like a lot of players have put more presence in the sense that when Mount was there and didn't have to quarantine, Mount was being able to not dictate, but... No, but he's I've not... He's Mount, not the, if you take it off general form for the past like three, four years, Kane no, no. is England's best player. You no, know, no, that's fine. We no, understand just point that. out there. But, but like in the last so... three games, in the last three games, 
How many times have you spotted Kane in the match? No, no but but th- but this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. I think so Kane is our best player, and as England's best player, you need to have a system that gets the best out of Kane. Mm-hmm. And currently, whatever system we're playing is not working. Okay, he's dropping too deep to impact the game from a goal scoring point of view. Mm-hmm. We don't have the wingers on each side to then run into the space, which is why, again, we, Sancho should be playing to, or Rashford as well, to be honest, to mm-hmm. at least like open that space up to, to get the wide man in to maybe cut back or even score themselves. I don't think the system is getting the best out of Kane. And that, part of it is he's probably a bit tired, not on form. But it's just the lack of chances we're putting on a plate for him is concerning. Like, you think about Lukaku, you know, he didn't score in two of the games he's played, but he's had chances. They provided him clear-cut chances. Can we really say that? Only in the last game against Czech Republic, Maguire, out of all people, slid in a, a really quick pass to him and Kane could have, well, should have done better. Um, and could have scored. But other than that, not much. And I just feel like the midfielders and the people behind Kane aren't supplying him with with the ball quick enough. You want Kane sort of running in against the defender, or at least if he drops back, at least making that key pass for someone to run onto, but then no one's doing that. So I think he's had a, a poor tournament, but you can't solely blame on him. You need to look at the players around you. You need to build your team around your best mm. players. Um, so that's my thoughts on Kane, to be honest. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think he's going around too quiet. I'm not seeing enough from him. When I did, when I heard him say to take out of the Scotland game, we should be happy that we got a clean sheet. I'm thinking, are you a defender or are you a goddamn striker? <laughs> Why are you happy we got a clean sheet? But, that's, that's more of a PR. Worry. But that's, that's not his worry. A, a PR exercise, though. Surely. Yeah, no, no, no. That should not be his worry. He should be. Yeah, I am deeply, deeply upset that I didn't get to score in that game. Yeah. Deeply, deeply upset. Yeah. He shouldn't be caring if it's a clean sheet. He should be worried that he he gave them a clean sheet. Yeah. He should have put them in behind. <laughs> like, I believe the team has so much potential, but it's England. They're sure. always gonna step over their own toes and fail and flop. And so what do you think about we're obviously playing Germany tomorrow. Yeah. What is your are your thoughts on that? If like, Werner scores against England or if Werner Werner's not starting bro. Yeah Werner, I know. <laughs> do you know what I love yeah I love the fact yeah they knew Werner would be such a flop after his season. Yeah. They brought Muller back after retirement. Like <laughs> but you know what that's one of the shittest things that Germany did yeah to retire Muller and Hummels like then they're actually not that old, and yet I mean, they were I mean, Hummel, to let a younger generation in. Hummel's got an own goal. Yeah, but bro, anyone in his position could have done that. Yeah. That was just a free thing. Generally, he's been decent. Yeah. Muller's been good as well, I would say, overall. Havertz has been very Havertz good. has been fantastic. That boy is flying. He has been amazing for Chelsea, and he's coming off that high. Carlos a Chelsea going, fan, by the way. Yeah. Just... Just Coming so off that knows. high of scoring the winning goal in the Champions League, yeah, he deserves to carry that on. Werner, on the other hand, he runs 
He does all the other work. If you can't, as a striker, put it at the back of the net when it counts, when it matters, when it when it's needed by your club, no, you don't deserve to start or play. But so then, if Werner does play, and if he does, I hope not. And I God, I hope not. If he scores against England, like, like then there's no hope for England. England has no hope. Then. Yeah. Like, there is no hope for England. Nah, but you won't score. He's just right. too shit. You probably won't even get a minute on the game, to be fair. But do you think... Are, are we favourites for this game? I don't... I, I think we... I think we are. See, just, just I would love to say we're favourites because I know Mount and Chilwell and them are back. I, I heard Saka might not be able to be in the team. I, don't... I do think we might be favourites. But the thing is, I want revenge. I want revenge, right? I want to say England is the favourite to go in. I want the revenge for that disallowed Frank Lampard go in the World Cup. Yeah, that, right? was, that, was, that was shit. When it hit the crossbar before goal line technology was even a thing, and we saw it go in, and they Everyone had the audacity. Apart from the referee. They had the audacity to tell us it didn't. No, no, no I was done. Bruh, so. Stress. I want revenge. I will say England are the favourites, even though I'll be honest, Germany has. But such I, I think I think team. we we can win. Like realistically, we can win. Yeah. It's just the the system we play on the day. Can we nullify Germany's? Oh. <laughs> Come in and disrupt it. Lol. I do apologise. Okay. No. Okay. Now, uh, where do where do we go from? Yeah, I think I mean I think the back four is solid enough. Um, so yeah, England, they we can win, right? Yeah, we should win, but it's tight. It, it depends on the day as well because it's at Wembley, right? England's which home is our ground. advantage. Yeah, England's home ground. I did hear at one point one day Germany wasn't allowed to train. Yeah, some some I heard something like that. That's... Yeah, it's because of the heavy yeah. rain or something. They were scared they were going to damage the pitch. So we do have the thing is okay. I want to be really honest here about this. If we beat Germany, if, sorry, if we beat Germany, we should England get to the final. should go to the finals. There's no question about it at all. We definitely should be making the finals if like, we beat Germany. Netherlands have been knocked out. We have no comp. Okay, I shouldn't say that because you're going to jinx it. We are the team that lost to Iceland one time. No, but we, but we should, on paper, be getting to the final if we yeah. beat Germany. Yes, 100%. Because other teams are still left in the competition. Yes. Like, that's, not, that's not being over-optimistic. That's, just, that's and, just... It is what it is. And if teams like France or someone gets knocked out by Switzerland or someone like that, th- there should be no questions. So so okay, let's let's take about we've talked a bit about England. Yeah. Let's talk about a bit about the rest of the team. So obviously the Dutch got knocked out yesterday. Yeah. Barely, you know, I thought they were the better team after until up until the red card. Um Belgium, Portugal, Belgium knocked Portugal out. One nil. Torgan Hazard, amazing goal. Yeah, fantastic goal. Uh, Eden Hazard was like he was back dancing again. And yeah. I loved I love that about him. Yeah. Obviously, he went off a bit injured. So did uh, De, Bruyne, De Bruyne. But see, I De thought Lukaku's hold-up play was 
sick, man. I feel like, like De Bruyne is a really good player. He's had an unfortunate couple of games in the sense that just the injuries. He got hit in the yeah. finals of uh, Champions League. And then he got hit again now, which he had to walk off with. And I feel like that does dampen a bit, even though he is a... We know he's a goal scorer. He's an opportunist. He can put people into places and it's fantastic. And I think this is one of Belgium's best teams. I'm not sure about the back, like the defence, but attacking-wise, one of the best teams I've seen, 100%. And if you've yeah. got people like Thierry Henry showing you to finish, like, and that was one of Lukaku's issues, and his touches were bad before... Now you don't see that as often. It's fantastic. Yeah. And you're telling me you've got Torgan Hazard on the left and Eden Hazard, the brother, on the right. And they, these two are double... Like, nah, man. This, no, it's it's like, too much, man. It's too you much. can't ask for better chemistry than having two brothers on the pitch. I, th- I think Portugal... I thought it was a bad move leaving Bruno Fernandes on the bench. No. Um, I think it was okay. The only reason nah. being... He, Bruno Fernandes is a fantastic player for Man United. But he has not shown up for the country. He's like Messi. No, but see, this is another thing where you need to get the best out of Fernandez. Okay, you want and, to get the best out of Fernandez. And when, when he was on the pitch, he yeah. did play well, I thought. No, you want to get the best out of Fernandez, you just give him a penalty. That's it. But no, that's but, too 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 simplistic, man. We, too but, simplistic. But let's be honest, that's where most of his goals come from. It's from penalties. It's not about goals, but it's about the creation as well, yeah, what he does for the team. Gives him that motivation. Who else has the creation? Everyone in Portugal, when we look at it's been this for years. When we look at Portugal, we just think Ronaldo, Ronaldo, Ronaldo. But this is Ronaldo is a hindrance to them. I'm telling you, yeah. if that if you play that team without Ronaldo, as good as Ronaldo is, I think it's a lot more cohesive. I saw, I saw yeah, a banner at the game, right? That said, Ronaldo, we love you at the bottom and Bruno. <laughs> yeah in big Ronaldo we love you and Bruno like let's be honest everyone's going to be second to Ronaldo do you think this could be his last uh, tournament no no because World Cup's in a year you can easily make that yeah easily um, these were the- to be honest I, as long as as long as Ronaldo keeps on playing football even then if he's 40 he'd still I'm sure want to play international football mm. Um, but yeah, so Belgium are through, they're looking really sharp. Italy, um, had a bit of a scare against Austria, but managed to get that one out of the bag in extra time. Yeah, apparently, they're looking really scary. Have you watched France play? I've seen, uh, I think it was the big games France, Portugal, Germany, France, all that. Yeah, um, obviously, we missed the Hungary France game because we were watching the film. Uh, they drew one one, which was a surprise to me. Yeah, but um, I think um, I think Pub Pub has been immense. But to survive this, that crazy group, France are, to top it, to top it. Yeah. Is, um, I I still think they're favourites. Um, let's see how this game goes against Switzerland. Let me just check the score. Yeah, it's still one 0 oh, For fuck's sake. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Oh I, my I god. Think... So have you seen uh, so I'm just watching this. I'm looking at the stats, right? I shouldn't be, but I'm looking at the stats. Um possession is 55% France, 45% Switzerland. Yeah. Switzerland had four shots, one on target, one goal. France, six shots, zero on target. Crazy. That's the thing. Okay. I don't know. It's just a tough thing to look at. What what's the lineup looking at? 
they're, they're doing the 3 4 3 actually today, France. Okay, so they got Mbappe and Benzema up front. And they put Griezmann mm-hmm. behind. Oh, that's a. It's the midfield. They got Pavard in like a wing back position. Yeah. Same with Rabia. Um, Paul Bercanti in the middle. I think. I think watching Pogba, Pogba play for France is just really beautiful. Like, he just feels like he has so much room to do what he wants, make those passes. Like, the, the, the passes he made against Portugal to mm. put Benzema in, he, he had a few that he tried to get Mbappe in that were offside. I think he's been, like, really, really good. Like, probably one of France's best players. If um, France want a goal, they need Olivier Giroud. Yes. Well, it's not come to that yet. He's so. he's he's the he's the king of goal scoring at the right time. He's yeah. But so yeah, like that's pretty much the Euros. Um, hopefully England win tomorrow. Um, no. Okay. By the time this comes out, England would have won and beaten Germany. Yeah, of course. Like, of course. yes, well done to the boys. Yeah, we'll see if this ages well. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's coming home. <laughs> we, we've won this, and yeah, the Euros is ours. Now what? Yeah, I'm gonna mean when the Euros end, it's gonna be like, well, what's what's there to watch now? Yeah, you know when like you know when things that happen like for, like really like sporting events like Euros, Olympics, and stuff. You watch it like crazily for like a couple of weeks, a month, and then there's like there's nothing, and I'm like. Bro, what do I do with my life now? Yeah, like... it, it, it's like football has been so much. Like my cousin goes and says, "Keep the third of July free," and I'm like, "Why?" She goes, "It's my anniversary party," and I said, "What football games on that day?" That's the first thing I asked. I had to go and check. Yo, what's on that day? Okay, quarterfinals. What time? Yeah, so I'm gonna be watching that in your house. Like that's it. <laughs> Literally, that, that was it. Like people, people have like the audacity to think that their shit's more important than the semi-finals or yeah. the final like it's come like, on man i'll be there for your engagement but i'm watching my team or... every time like if i if you ever plan like a wedding or something bro just always make sure it's not on the day of a final or something like it's like i'm gonna be honest with you yo one day me and my family we were all at a wedding we were invited to a wedding yeah and then we're just like it's england versus portugal why are we here why, <laughs> why are, we are you here? there why were you like someone's wedding? I don't even know these people. I'm like really small, right? So I don't even know these people. And this is the day when like uh when uh Ronaldo annoyed Rooney in it and Rooney got sent off. Yeah and yeah, all that. Oh, and these that was like, a sick and we were just like, you know what? Everyone just slowly leave. And we all left and we just went to my house. <laughs> and we're all just watching the game <laughs> at my house. That's <laughs> jokes. Like, and I'm not saying like just me, my dad, or I'm saying my whole dad's side all turned up to my yard. My cousins' cousins all came to my yard. We all left the wedding just to watch the game. <laughs> like, That's jokes. Yeah. All right, I'm, I'm, nothing but respect. Like, you gotta watch it. Like, it's your country, it's your thing. I understand it's someone's wedding, someone's daughter's wedding, someone's uh, nah, it's okay. Wedding. That doesn't mean that doesn't mean anything. But it's my G, you should have known, you should have known there's a football match going on. At least show it in your wedding. I don't want to see your pictures. Like, <laughs> I want to see your team. Just have it all in the background. And it, yes. Honestly, but, man. Ugh. Some people have the audacity. Honestly. Well, hopefully, the final um, is going to, England's going to be there. I don't know who will play, but it's going to be a tough team, regardless. But 
Okay, no, no, okay. Let's let's give our predictions. Predictions, finals, out of these teams. See, I'm back in France. So I have to back France. But if France don't, then okay. I Belgium need. Or Italy, I need your solid. Who you think solid? Belgium or Italy? I'm still going to say France, England. Okay. But if it's not France, I'm going to edge Belgium. Oh, okay. I think, I think, yeah, I think Belgium. You think Belgium's going to win it? I think that's a very yeah. tough game because I feel like whoever dominates the midfield will win the game. I no, do. no, as, as in Belgium versus England in the final. No, no, I'm not going to say who's but... winning it. But you think Belgium will be Italy to go through, right? I do yeah, think, I, think. I'll put it to you. I thought it was either France or Belgium, and I'll most likely give it to Belgium, right? With you. But you think England will go through as well? Yeah, because if we beat Germany, we should get to the final, really. Oh. Especially now that Holland are knocked out. You would think that we should beat Denmark if, let's say, Denmark get to the semis. I'm not going to lie. One team I'm scared of is Czech Republic. Nah, we beat them already. They're fine. Czech Republic. Oh, yeah, Why are you getting scared, man? We've already beat them. Don't worry. Would, to be fair, Denmark will probably beat them, I would say. So we'll probably play Denmark, Denmark. in the semis. Denmark are on a roll. Like, they're killing everyone. I don't even... I'm scared of them as well. Oh, my God. This side's actually not so easy as I thought. Nah, but it is, though. We're... This is what I'm saying, man. England, we're, like, put in this position, like, oh... Could we beat them? Bro, England should win these games, man. Like, Germany's an actual test. I wouldn't be surprised if we lose to Germany. But if we win, bro, final is like minimum requirement then. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. So that's where we put it. Belgium and England in the finals, right? Yeah. Well, France, France, England. Let's let's see how that France game goes in the next 45 minutes. (laughs) It's still one and a half time, by the way. You've clocked in uh, France, England. I'm saying Belgium, England. Okay. All right. Cool. We'll see at the end, and then maybe we might watch it together, or might not, depending on. But when when is the finals? Oh, it's eleventh, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, that's actually not far away. That's next. That's no, next man. week. Two two weekends. Yeah. Crazy, isn't it? Oh damn! Then what are we gonna do? I don't um... watch Wimbledon, so. Olympics is soon after, so I guess that. Oh, jeez. But, yeah. Tokyo. I think, I think we'll wrap it up there. Yeah, man. Um, um, this has been the Waffle Podcast. Thank you, everyone, for watching. And uh, see Hopefully ya. Hopefully we'll see you, see you next time. Yeah, Bye, guys. Yeah. Bye.